Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe fan podcast. That is a mouthful. My name yeah. is Justin. My name is Jeremy. And welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for joining, everyone. Yeah, this is uh, our third mini-sode. Yes. Um, you know, we did uh, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and now we're back uh, with a, a filler, I guess, as it yeah. were. <laughs> yeah, these, these are, yeah, these are kind of our random topic episodes. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah, I mean, they're kind of the filler ones in between the movies. Yeah, so we don't blaze through the movies in two months and then have nothing to talk about for the next 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 12 year podcast. Yeah, I like it. Saying <laughs> it now. Yeah, but called yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, these are these are fun to do. They're they're different and uh huh. every once in a while we'll we'll come up with interesting stuff, but I don't I'd know like to think if so. I brought anything interesting <laughs> this, to this episode, but we're definitely going to see. We're going to try. We're doing our best. I'm, I'm my biggest goal here is that I click something in your brain that makes you think of something cool and I can take credit. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That works for me, right? Yeah. Uh so cool. Yeah, um Go ahead. I was gonna say I was gonna say do you want to just jump into it, but I forgot that we were actually gonna kinda change things up and we're gonna lead off with some news. Yeah. Um I it was an idea I had the other day, uh just because these are supposed to be shorter episodes, but we want it to be <laughs> worth the buck. You know, our our movie episodes go for like upwards of two hours, but these, I don't remember how long our last ones were. I think they were about um, like 40 minutes a piece, maybe. Yeah, 40 minutes, a little under an hour Yeah, for each one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, we don't want them to drag on too long, but we also want to make it worth it, worth you guys coming back, worth us doing the episodes. So, we're going to yeah. each mini-sode we're gonna pick a random topic of news that has happened throughout uh, the, the lapse in time here and we're gonna discuss it uh, and then we'll go into our topic yeah which i'm excited for just for the title alone sequel pitches <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I st- i'm gonna try and find a way to do that it, it- i believe in you <laughs> thank you uh so yeah what do you got for us this week this week, it, I, the news is already debunked. You know, it's something that uh, they've said isn't happening, but I think it's worth talking about anyway because it was really interesting. There's a mm-hmm. rumor that went around that Ms. Jennifer Lawrence was cast as Susan Storm for the John Watts Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, I mean, you kind of bring this up, and I, my my first response was like, why? Like, why, why? She's already in X Men. And why not just keep her in there, find a way to have her sign a contract for that? And But you were like, well, I like the idea. So so I guess, why why would you like that idea? Because she's great. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, aside from being, you know, of course, incredibly pretty, she is a great actress. I mean, there's a reason that she keeps getting roles, and it's not just because she looks good on camera. It's because she is good at what yeah. she does. And she was great as yeah. Mystique, and she was great as... Hunger Games, uh, Katniss, and you know all the things that she's done, and I don't know <laughs> if it's like, oh my God, that's perfect, Susan Storm. I still love the idea of them getting Krasinski and uh, Emily Blunt, and you know, because they're married in real life, yeah. and having them yeah. be, you know, Mister and Mrs. Fantastic. But yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean that that is dream casting. 
whoever you get for the thing in Human Torch, you know, whatever. I, I almost don't <laughs> care. But <laughs> Krasinski and Emily as uh, Reed and Sue are what I would prefer. But it just got my mind ticking. Like, it, it's an interesting idea. She would be good as Susan Storm. Yeah. She's got a bit of an edge and can act much better than Jessica Alba. Well, no, yeah. no shots taken, <laughs> but just saying, you know, it would be better. And I think, because there's been rumors recently that uh, Chris Evans signed on to come back uh, for a couple cameos or something, and one of the right. rumors was, well, he might be Johnny Storm in Multiverse of Madness. Okay, yeah. And I was like, well, if you can do that, <laughs> and we know that they're going to recast the X-Men, they kind of have to. Right. Because yeah. all those movies were set in the 60s, 70s, 80s. I mean, like they cared what decade they were set in, though. <laughs> no, but I mean, for continuity's sake and just for streamlining things, I have a very real... And I mean, we have Evan Peters as, you know, fill in Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't watched WandaVision. But yeah. if you haven't seen for it sure. by now, what the hell are you doing? Um, <laughs> you know, the, I think they're going to find a way to multiverse that section of X history. Okay. And all of the Fox stuff is just going to be an alternate universe, so they'll probably recast anyway. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, if you can have Chris Evans be Cap, but in an alternate universe, he's Human Torch, why couldn't you then have Jennifer Lawrence be Susan Storm and in an alternate universe, someone that looks exactly like her was Mystique? Okay. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Plus, I mean, no, it's I... Mystique, so her human form... Yeah. Could be modeled after yeah. Susan Storm. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, because I mean her human form is what she decided. Yeah. I mean it is it is a, a human form of her blueness, because you know it's obviously her underneath it. Right. But yeah, no, I see what you're saying. That could work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now the the whole bringing Chris Evans back to, to re do Johnny Storm, I feel is gonna be tough because you know, doing doing our research, I, I watched a few videos and was reminded just how little Chris Evans was as uh, Johnny. Mm -hmm. like, it's like they're going to have to use that body double again <laughs> to shrink him back down. Well, he's not necessarily he's just, he's in, in cap so form anymore. You know, he's he's probably yeah, slimmed he down be. to his normal person size. Normal person. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Not on yeah, that Marvel uh, exercise regiment right now, I would think. <laughs> not lifting helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's uh, it is an interesting idea. So I, I would like to, but as you said, it's it's been debunked, so that's not a thing. Yeah, or, or is it? Yeah, I know. I it mean, is, it's still Paul Rudd's not playing Ant Man. Oh wait, Paul Rudd's <laughs> playing Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they've done that with other things oh, too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they they very well could be, and and even in trailers and stuff, they'll add. Stuff. I think we've mentioned this before. They'll add stuff or take stuff out. Yeah, and I think and we're gonna probably end up doing an episode about that eventually especially towards phase two it was like oh that was in phase three it was here's a thing in the trailer that's not in the movie or here's the thing that they took away like spider-man in the civil war trailers the twins yeah. in it the age of ultron trailers yeah hulk in uh Inve infinity war yeah i think that, was that one sucked <laughs> i was like oh cool <laughs> hulk's gonna be charging <laughs> forward and he wasn't even i mean the bruce thing was awesome but it was like we 
where was Hulk? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like he that whole scared. charging scene it's... didn't even happen. No, I don't none think of it did. Because <laughs> they were all no. separated by the time he got to Wakanda. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh well. Still That's a great movie. Still great. Yeah, I was gonna say still great. All right. Uh well let's jump into the topic then. What's the what is it called? <laughs> Sequel pitches. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Uh so yeah, what we decided to do is we uh we took three movies each mm-hmm. that we want to See it first of all. See a sequel to it. These are all going to get sequels. We know that in one kind way of or our another. Idea, yeah, but kind of our idea of of what the movie would be. Right. Uh, so we kind of did. It looks like we both kind of did almost elevator pitches, just some quick little things of, mm-hmm. hey, here's my idea, and we'll kind of riff off of that and see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, two of the movies we picked were the same, and then yes. one was different. So I guess we can start. Let's start with the one of the ones that we had as the same, and then we'll end with Avengers 5, because that was the one I figured we would have the same anyway. I just didn't think we'd have the same idea. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how how exact it is. I'm sure it's not, yeah. but if it is, oh, just so you all know, we didn't share these with each other beforehand. Yeah. I just asked beforehand, hey, did you talk about this? Mm-hmm. He said yes. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. So the first one we're going to talk about is Captain Marvel 2. Obviously we're getting yeah. a Captain Marvel 2. Tiana Paris is going to be in it. Um, you know, Breeze back. It seems as though it's going to be set now. Mm-hmm. Um my idea for Captain Marvel 2 would have been set in the early 2000s. Like before mm-hmm. Iron Man, but a- obviously after Captain Marvel 1. Yeah, okay. So in that... Kind of, hey, where have you been? Yeah. Yeah, this would be the explaining of where she has actually been. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, So my quick elevator pitch, and I'll riff a little bit more off of it, is uh, early 2000s, Carol has gathered the remaining scrolls with Talos uh, to take down the Kree and their forces, which would explain their diminished state in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm -hmm. Because by the time we get there... Uh, Ronan is like, you know, in Captain Marvel, Ronan is part of the honor guard. He's an, uh, an accuser, but in Guardians, he's like a zealot who's crazy and outside of the Kree people. So my Mm -hmm. hope would be that it would kind of explain that. Um, and I was thinking they could introduce the super scrolls, which is an awesome thing. Mm -hmm. They essentially genetically engineer scrolls to have superpowers. The most famous one okay. has all four powers of the Fantastic Four. Oh. So he has an arm that's a rock. You know, he, he can stretch. He can catch on fire. Like he can just sort of alternate between all the powers of the Fantastic Four. Nice. Uh, and then it would also introduce uh, the Kree Sentry, which is a big-ass robot that the Kree use to okay. fight. And we would finally get to see the actual look of the Supreme Intelligence. Oh, nice. Which, for those that don't know, in the, in the movie Captain Marvel, it was just, uh, what's-her-face, whose name I don't remember. Um, but <laughs> it, it was supposedly, you saw 
the person you most admire, which right. in Carol's case was Marvell. Yeah. Um, in comics lore, the supreme intelligence is just a giant floating head with creepy tentacles coming out the top. Think like yeah. Zordon from uh, Power Rangers, but really <laughs> fat and gross with big tentacles coming out of its head. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, so you would hope to see that on, on screen for this. Yeah. And I hope we nice. still okay. do. Like, I really hope at some point we get to see that because that would be a really cool yeah. reveal. Yeah. Nice. I like it. That's my sequel, I mean, bitch. <laughs> Pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I was gonna say, wait, did you? <laughs> I like that. That was good. It worked. Yeah. All right, cool. Okay, so here's mine. I, I I'm not uh sure how what we'll think about it. So all right, here's my kind of ele- elevator pitch. And I'll probably need your assistance on kind of riffing on this. That's what I do. All right, uh so we got uh, Monica Rambo as Spectrum uh teams up with Carol to help fight in the scroll versus Cree battle. Uh, Monica, Monica is still upset that Carol never came back, so Carol tells her to come see what she's been doing to show her why she couldn't leave them to come back to Earth. Uh, while Carol was gone, tensions were heating up between the Skrull and Kree, so that's kind of why they're now in this big battle. Uh, so it, it kind of it, it touched on base on the whole uh, Skrull-Kree battle thing, mm-hmm. and so then we would get Monica Rambo as Spectrum, which we're getting now. Again, spoilers. We apologize for... <laughs> Any WandaVision fans that aren't caught up, you should be. I was going to say, if you're a fan, you should be caught up. By the time this comes out, episode eight will have aired. Yes. Because that's out tomorrow. So, yeah. Come on. That's true. What you doing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's right. (laughs) Uh, So, and and so it'll kind of show, you know, what she's been doing. Maybe we can have some flashbacks of what she's been up to. Uh, Maybe we'll flashback into your movie. It'll just be like a four hour movie. That'd be cool. You know, just do that. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, so it'll be something like that where uh, it kind of just shows what sh- what she was doing while she was there and bringing in Monica Rambo Spectrum into the whole mix and then we get the uh, Squirrel versus Kree battle. I have a feeling that's pretty close to what might actually happen. Yes. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can't. I'm not really sure what exactly, you know, areas they're going. And I feel like there's another character mm-hmm. that's been announced for Captain Marvel 2 that's a bit of a a wrench in that idea. But the Kree Scroll War was just kind of tossed up there and then left. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was excited. Like, we're going to we're going to see it. We're going to talk about it. It's going to happen. And it was just like mentioned in passing almost. Yeah. And I mean, the, the war in the comics is kind of lame and confusing but okay. to do it in movies to streamline it and have it you know make sense could be really yeah. cool and the way they teed up the scrolls to kind of be good guys which is not a thing in the books mm-hmm. like they're the original evil villain aliens of the marvel universe right. they were the first ones um yeah i don't know i i would i really hope we get kree scroll war some sort of yeah. resolution there and because i know we're getting secret invasion in disney plus mm-hmm. which is a big scroll yeah. thing yeah i don't know it, i think it would it, i think the best option is to mash our two together i like that 
Because, uh, yeah. I mean, I, there's still that question of what the hell was she doing for 20 plus years while, yeah. you know. Yeah, and all she really mentions is, you know, there's a lot of corners in the galaxy that don't have people like you guys. When she, and she was mentioning the Avengers. Yeah. Or talking to them. And it's like, okay, that's it. That's, yeah. that's all we're going to know about it. That's yeah. all we got to talk about. Just, that's it. And that's fine yeah, for that nice movie, but we need an answer. Right. And I think yeah. the way that they have Monica react to Captain Marvel's name in WandaVision, like there's something yeah. going on. She's yeah. definitely like, what, got some animosity happened? there. Yeah, and, and is it just because, you know, she didn't come back? Because she has I'm sure they haven't talked. Yeah. And so she could have just slowly been been building up this anger towards her. Oh, she never came back. She left, you know. My mom passed away. She didn't even show up for that. Nothing. Yeah. So it, it could be a lot of just build up and, and this will be one way to kind of show the backstory. Well, here's why. Yeah. I couldn't just take off. These people needed me and kind of answer all that stuff too. So yeah, yeah I think it could work. Because yeah. I mean, by the end of not to keep going on this because we got several more to do, but at the end of Captain Marvel, she took Talos and the scrolls off on that ship mm-hmm. and then in Far From Home... Talos is on Earth impersonating Nick Fury. And yeah. Fury's up in space with the rest of the scrolls. Like, what? Yeah. 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 yeah it's like, it, right, they're awesome cool, scenes, but what? But what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, that'd be cool to see. Maybe, I don't know, touch base on who else is sitting around still pretending to be other people and all that. Yeah. Or, yeah. All right. Okay. So now our next one. Yeah, uh, so this one's going to be different. I'll, I'll pitch mine, and then you can pitch yours. It's different movies here. Right. Uh, mine is for An Incredible Hulk 2, uh, which is never going to happen, but we are getting a <laughs> quasi-sequel with the She-Hulk Disney Plus show, which is supposed to be filming pretty soon. Right on. So I'm pretty excited for that. All right, give me your elevator pitch. All right. Uh, our main villain is the leader. Samuel Stearns, who uh, was uh, infected with gamma blood from Bruce at the end of Incredible Hulk. Yeah, let me just throw this in real quick. If if you didn't listen to our last episode, The Incredible Hulk, give that a listen. You'll know a little bit more about him. This is true. Pitch. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Samuel Stearns breaks out of custody with newfound telepathic and telekinetic powers Mm -hmm. and becomes the leader. He enlists Abomination and releases a Gamma Bomb to turn the world into Gamma Monsters, uh, which will then create Absorbing Man and Doc Samson. Uh, Doc Samson would end up helping Hulk win the, you know, inevitable fight. And Absorbing Man could be a good tee-up for a third movie down the line. Awesome. I like that, actually. It's... It's, yeah, because it's very much lifted from uh, Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes, the Gamma World okay. Uh, okay. series of, of episodes. There, if yeah, if you haven't watched it, it's on Disney Plus. Go watch it; it's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's now, it gives you that excuse to have Hulk fight a bunch of monsters, and you know, you can have different characters turn into Hulked out monsters that Hulk has to yeah. stop. And then, of course, all yeah. the effects of the the gamma bomb will get reversed by the end of the movie, and so the normal people will turn back to normal, and the villains will stay that way. I like it. Yeah, and it'll finally, you know, show us that kind of, I guess, teaser that they showed us in Incredible Hulk of uh, Stern getting that stuff in his head, and his head is starting to 
Bubble. To wig out. Yeah, bubble. Yeah. So that'll finally answer that question. Yeah, I Bring mean, because c- the only close that we got to it, and I mentioned this, I think, in the last episode, is the Fury's Big Week prequel comic right. uh, to the first Avengers movie, and it shows that Stern is in S.H.I.E.L.D. custody. Right. And it shows him with a big, bulbous, Hector Hammond-style head, and, yeah. you know, he's just there. Yeah. And, I mean, that'll still work. That, that, that'll, will be, like you mentioned, it's going to kind of see him there and break out, so. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. Thank you. I can, I can work with that. And who knows? I mean, we yeah, know Abomination nice. is in She-Hulk, so I know we won't get Gamma World, but it'd be interesting to see where yeah. they end up going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because these things are, are uh, with WandaVision, it's like, these. this is big stuff that they're doing in TV. It's yeah. it's not like, you know, the, the Flash or something where uh, it's just a weekly bad guy and we'll defeat him by the end of the episode. Don't worry. Like, this is an overarching thing that's uh, there's a lot to it, a lot to digest in these episodes. Yeah, and they're going to be impactful and important. I was reading an yes. article uh, with an interview from Kevin Feige where he's like, we have to kind of toe that line for people who haven't seen the Disney Plus stuff so that when we mm-hmm. see Wanda in Doctor Strange 2, it makes sense if the last place you saw her was Endgame. Right, yeah. But if you've seen WandaVision, you also have to pay that off for the people that did watch it and go, oh, this is where she is now. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see in two weeks when this ends, like, where she's left off. Yeah, like, how how are you going to to do that? Where, yeah. what if I didn't see this whole series? Is, is is where I see her next going to make any sense? And I have a feeling they're yeah. going to explain it. Because, I mean, this is a big deal. What's going? If you haven't yeah. watched WandaVision, <laughs> stop listening. Go watch WandaVision and then come back and keep listening because we want your listens. <laughs> Please. That's right. But it, it's not little piddly stuff. This isn't Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it doesn't yeah. really matter. Or, as much as I love it, Daredevil where, yeah, it's connected. But is it, though? Right, yeah. Like, nothing the Defenders did matters in the MCU. No. But this does. Yeah. This, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. So, it's cool. It's yeah. it's awesome that they're, that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. Okay. Uh, now we'll go with mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided to do Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So, the sequel to Black Panther. Um, here's my little elevator pitch, I guess. I don't know if I wrote this one elevator pitch style because I start off with a quote. Uh, the quote is, bury me in the ocean. Uh, so at the, at the end of uh, Black Panther 1, T'Challa ends up um, putting Killmonger in the ocean like his ancestors before him. Uh, then we go follow him down and Namor ends up finding him and bring him back, either back to life. I decided it goes back to life. I, I don't know how they would do that, so maybe not. Because you just want to we'll see, see Killmonger come back. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, so th- then I got a couple options here. So then either Killmonger is tortured or brainwashed into telling secrets of Wakanda, or Killmonger is found by someone who wants to end Namor's reign, and Killmonger tells them about Wakanda. You got anything more you can add with that? I mean, I love the idea of of him actually, you know, burying him in the ocean like he wanted. Mm-hmm. And this helps us bring in Namor, because Namor's in the ocean, so he finds him. Yeah. And they can have some sort of big battle. I I, I haven't figured out the way to replace 
uh, T'Challa. I mean, so I I didn't put that in. Sure. I I don't know if maybe they come back, they find out T'Challa something happened to him, and now Killmonger is he's like you know I've I've seen my the my my wrongs, so now I will mm. become the Black Panther. That's one way. Sure. Just thought of that myself. Now. Good job. What do you got? I I don't want to see Killmonger come back. I hate you. <laughs> it's it's not because I don't like him. I think he did a phenomenal job, and that's why I want him to stay dead. Because it, as soon as you start to bring back dead characters in a way that's not necessary, like a WandaVision, it diminishes their death. And the, the sacrifice that he... Well, sacrifice in air quotes but what he decided yeah. his decision at the end because he could have saved his own life and been like okay yeah, yeah take me down to the lab take this giant sword thing out of my chest and you know <laughs> put me in jail fine but he yeah. decided to do the honorable thing and go you know i took my shot i failed this is the way it has to be and if you bring him okay. back that doesn't matter that's fair i can't argue with that but Submariners... As much as I'd like to see him back, that's a <laughs> yeah. good point. But Submariners absolutely what I want to see happen for Black Panther 2. And I will actually... At this point, I put it in my head so much that I will be disappointed if they don't do Submariner. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, the the tricky thing here is... And I'll, I'll do some Marvel geeking here. So when Marvel went bankrupt in the 90s, they sold all the rights to their characters for movies. Um... And Submariner has been owned by Universal. That's why we haven't seen mm-hmm. a Submariner movie. That's why we haven't seen mm-hmm. a Hulk sequel, because it's owned by Universal. Now that it's owned by Disney, it's just not going to happen. Um, right. But Submariner is like the second Marvel superhero ever. He was created right. after the original Human Torch that was the android, and before Captain America. You know? So it, it, it and he's essentially Marvel's Aquaman, but he came first yeah, and is, yeah. in my opinion, cooler. All right, <laughs> but I mean, because they they dropped that hint in Endgame of an earthquake at the bottom of the ocean, and we handle yeah. it by not handling it. It could have just been, you know, Black Widow's trying to micromanage everything, and Okoye is just like, it was an earthquake. What we there's nothing we can do. It was just an earthquake. Right. Yeah. But. You know, comic book fans being who we are, we tried to dissect it, and as soon as we heard <laughs> Under the Ocean, we went, Submariner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any line, it's like, okay, who could it be a superhero? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Okay. Next line. Who could it be? <laughs> Namor. Mm-hmm. But this could very well be a Hulk situation where we can use him in other movies. He just can't have his own. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love the idea of... Atlantis going to war with Wakanda. Okay. I think okay. that's fantastic. And it Yeah, it'd be awesome. I think a way to work in the death of Chadwick could be that that's why Namor has take you know, chosen this time to take advantage. Okay. So they don't they don't really have a leader right now. Yeah. T'Challa just passed away some for some reason. Yeah. And they so can figure that out whether he passes away in battle or he got sick like he did in real life and they just couldn't cure him i'm not sure what that answer is yeah i don't either but that's a tough one to answer yeah but i and 
yeah. Anyway, I, I think it would be an interesting way to do it is like, okay, Wakanda's in a weaker position, so Namor and the Atlanteans use that to their advantage. I've also seen rumblings yeah. that they could be using uh, Doctor Doom, and he's the yep, king of Latveria, and he might yeah. be manipulating Submariner and causing okay. him to attack Wakanda so that Doctor Doom can then take control. Okay. Which could be really that cool. seems like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you but, could yeah. easily just say, you know, have Submariner drop a line of like, I was informed that you guys, you know, you Wakandans did this and now I'm out for revenge. And mm-hmm. the informant at the end post credits is Doom. I like that. But okay. yeah, Wakanda versus Atlantis is what I want to see. I don't know how they yeah. could do anything but that if they have access to the character. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'd love to see it. So, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, our next one, last one, winding down, yeah. is our uh, conjoined pitch for Avengers 5. This wasn't planned, but we did essentially come up with more or less the same idea. Yeah, well, at least the same kind of villain. We'll yeah. see how how we get there for each one, I guess. Right. But it's just to me it's the most logical step. After what happened in Endgame, um there's really no way they could not have the next villain be Kang the Conqueror. Okay. I mean, yeah. as soon <laughs> as you touch time travel in the Marvel universe, it's Kang yeah. the Conqueror. Yeah, <laughs> there's just no way around it, and it, it might be that he's the next super Thanos big bad, and we don't get him for a couple of Avengers movies. Okay. Um, but we do know that he's going to be in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Okay. Um, I don't remember who's playing him. It's the guy from uh, Lovecraft, I think. Let me look it up while you sure you continue. you have access to a computer. Um. Yeah, so we know he's going to be in that. That was announced at the big Disney Plus Marvel announce everything a con. <laughs> uh, there's rumblings that he's going to be in the Loki show. Um, the TVA, Time Variance Authority, has ties to Kang and his uh, descendants and different versions of Kang throughout different timelines. Yeah. Is it Jonathan Majors? Sure. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm getting I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just pretty sure he's the guy from Lovecraft, which I have not watched. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so I see it being a lot like J.J. Um, Abrams' Star Trek from 2009 with uh, Nero. Okay. So I have, after Kang discovers the secret uh, to the Avengers time travel in Endgame uh, and Ant-Man 3, he takes revenge on them for destroying the timeline and his future, much like Nero in Star Trek. Which is more <laughs> or less so his thing. Yeah. Um, in Earth's Mightiest Heroes, the idea is uh, the event, because of something that Captain America does... The Kree Scroll War gets out of control and Earth is destroyed. Okay. 
Right. I don't know all of the, the comics lore, but the idea that because of what the Avengers have done or might do in the future, it mm-hmm. destroys his reality and his future. That's why he's come back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> These are lots more similar than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my pitch when I go. <laughs> go ahead. Is that... That's okay. all I got. I didn't know go. if you had more. That's it. Okay. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to, to um, bamboozle. Oh, you had the phone. I thought you had more to read. So no, I was, was pulling up stuff yeah. for the next one. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um. So I'll give you my kind of uh, elevator pitch here too. But I, I want to preface this with, um, I don't know a lot about the character King the Conqueror, um, but during my research, which is another reason I kind of like these these side topics, is that it it I can learn more about. Um, the comics, I guess, not really the MCU yet, mm-hmm. but you know these are obviously the future movies, yeah. to a T. Um, so here's kind of what I got after researching a little bit. Uh, time travel has messed up King the Conqueror's timeline. Uh, took a loved one away from him. He then vows to fix it. He finds out the Avengers are responsible, and begins messing with them and their lives. The Avengers have to stop King before he goes too far, and tries to end all timelines except the one he deems perfect. Like that. It's essentially the same thing. But yes, I know. (laughs) As you were saying it, I'm like, yep, uh, yeah, and yes. But I like your little uh, tagline at the end there. That's nice. I know. Yeah. Thank you. As I was typing that, I was like, God, you're brilliant. Yes, you are. (laughs) Wiley Coyote, super genius. It reminds me, did you ever watch um, the DC animated movie Crisis on Two Earths with James Woods as Owlman? I don't know for sure. I know I watched. A few of them. Um, you wanted me to watch them all. Couldn't do them all. Yeah, I remember that. I, that, that episode. I don't sucked. remember for sure, but I, I know we've talked about that. Yeah. The idea is that there are multiple universes in the... Of course, I'm jumping ship and going DC here, but <laughs> the idea was uh, Owlman, who is a, an evil version of Batman in an alternate universe was going to destroy all of the other universes to because it was the only thing that could really be uh, impactful. Okay. Basically, for every action you take, there's an alternate universe where you took the exact opposite action. Right. So none of your choices matter because you've made all of the choices. Right. And it just went in two directions when you made the choice. Right. So... Yeah. Owlman's idea is I'm going to destroy all of the multiverses because that is the only choice that one can make that will actually have an effect because you'll wipe out everything. Okay, yeah. And that's kind of the idea of this, but, you know, much crazier version where he's trying to destroy all of the different alternate timelines that have been created and find the one that he deems perfect. Beautifully said at the end. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it, it kind of goes back to, you know, how they mentioned it in Endgame, how if you're taking the stone from here, that it was narrow, now a an alternate timeline, because that timeline doesn't have the stone. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one one of those events kind of messed up with King the Conqueror, and I, I'm, I'm going with in the future. Yeah. So then he kind of time travels back and realizes, this is what happened, the Avengers are responsible for it, mm-hmm. now I'm going to mess with you guys. Yeah. So it's kind of 
the backstory there. Yeah, and I mean that is more or less what he does, and he is from the future. You know, no matter how right, yeah. how you shake it, he is a character who, and in some iterations, I think he is a descendant of uh, the Richards. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah, from Reed Richards, and another one, he's uh, Nathaniel Richards, a descendant from. Yes. Yeah. Um, and another one, he's from. I think a descendant of Doctor Doom. I think hmm. I saw that somewhere. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's wacky time travel shit, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's the logical thing to do. And like I said, as soon as you touch time travel in the Marvel Universe, you have to do Kang. And they are doing Kang. Yeah. He's going to be an Ant-Man Quantumania. It's just yeah. a matter of how much is he going to be in the MCU. Right. Is is he going to be in that as the same way Thanos was in other movies, where it's just, just a small part where it pays off later on in other movies or will be he more of a main main villain yeah will it be more of yeah. a loki who's you know screwing things up for quite a while then makes his big reveal right and maybe sticks around after that too i mean who knows yeah so, yeah. yeah that's it i like it i like it yes i, 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 I don't see them I, not yeah. doing that as soon as they right. said kang is going to be an ant-man it's like oh well i mean you have to yeah. <laughs> eventually make him an Avengers level threat because he is. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's too big. Yeah, like to, I, to I almost see Scott Lang not Ant-Man. making it through that movie because he is he could be that big of a threat. Wow, I doubt okay. they'll kill off Paul Rudd, but I know he's great. We'll see. All right, nice. So yeah, that, that was our uh, our sequel pitches. Sequel pitches. Or- it's over well i hope you enjoyed yeah, that, that was, uh we did that was yeah. a lot of fun i don't know how long it was it I, I liked um not too long to be honest right. but that's okay we still breeze through we're not gonna ramble on to make it longer yeah. but but we're gonna get the um, point I, I do I, yeah and I, I i do find it funny that we didn't we, we talked about the same movie but um us using the same kind of things was a lot more was a lot closer than I expected. So I find that kind of funny. <laughs> well, I'm teaching you. You know, you're learning. Yeah. You're, you, you're becoming uh, yeah. the master. Oh man. Beautiful. Finally. About <laughs> <time>. <laughs> it only took ten years, but we got there. Oh, and I'm geez. proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> All right. Um so our next episode is going to be what do we title? Do we have a clever title for that one? I don't think so. My notes, I just call it old Marvel movies. <laughs> so enough. essentially what, what we decided to do is, is how would the old Marvel movies fit into the MCU? Right. Um, whether it's it's in a big way, in a small way, it's a small part, it's a name drop, whatever it is. Um, we decided to kind of pick ways that they would fit into in yeah i don't know how you ended up doing it and obviously we'll talk about it here uh, when we record that episode um but yeah we've we've decided to figure out different cameos and inserts of dialogue and you know easter eggs and whatnot that could fit it in uh, yeah so yeah i'm excited for that me too um so yeah until next time until next week when you guys listen to that one you can reach out to us we are uh we are marvel pod on Facebook, Twitter, that's our email. It's at Gmail. Um, so yeah, reach out to us. Let us know what you thought of this mm-hmm. one. 
what you thought of any of the episodes we've listened to before, you've listened to before, and uh, let us know if you have any ideas. We'd we'd love to to have you reach out, and we'll do a a little uh, side episode or whatever we're calling these yeah. on your topic. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we we have the season kind of planned out, but. That can always change. We can shift stuff around. The only thing that's set in stone is the movies at the top of each month. Yeah. So aside from that, it's all fair fair game. And we definitely want to hear from you. Please give us a review uh, if you can, if you like, over on the iTunes specifically because uh, that really helps us boost up in the ratings and yes. people can find us a lot easier if we have a ton of ratings and reviews. So yeah. And thank you to those of you that have already. Yeah, please, yeah, do that. It really helps us out. Yeah. Tell your friends, too. Mm-hmm. All right, well, until next time, uh, I've been Jeremy. And I've been Justin. And we will see Bye. you next time. Bye.